Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with eXp. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for being here for the first Agent Power Huddle of 2023. And I am so honored and grateful to host this. So I hope that, um, you know, you guys will get something out of this and maybe it'll make you a little bit more confident in what you're doing as far as follow-up goes. Uh, Maybe it'll give you some better ideas and strategies. That's what I really hope for. So um, be interactive, you know, feel free to turn your cameras on, uh, type in the chat, stuff like that. And uh, I will uh, go ahead and share my screen and we will get started. Okay, okay. All right. So um, this title or topic is going to be new year, new follow up plan. So this has a lot to do with the stuff that I have, you know, talked about in the previous agent power huddles, but um, it's a little more streamlined. And it focuses more on the ways that you know, the ways that I train my ISAs, basically, what I'm passionate about, um, what is working for as far as follow-up goes and what we're seeing, you know, gets results as far as conversations and uh, appointments and conversions and all that stuff. So hopefully it'll be helpful for you too. Um, Just so you feel confident that I know what I'm talking about, we'll go over my background a little bit. Um, I'm currently the owner and CEO of the Inside Sales Agency, which is like a boutique broke or boutique ISA company for um, top producing real estate agents. And, you know, I, I'm very passionate about it. So it's, it's kind of a big deal to me. Um, I was a realtor. Well, I am a realtor with eXp. I am switching it over to like the referral based uh, license because I have no desire to sell real estate. I would much rather refer that to other people and still, you know, attract um, other agents to come join our tribe. So um, one of the Fun things that I'm doing right now, I am training some of the hottest like coaches and agents in the game. I'm training some of their ISAs to do what I do. And uh, that came from a love of training. This is how I met Jesse was through a real estate coaching and consulting company that um, that I worked for a while back. So quite a while ago. So um, I left to get my real estate license. I was Linnea Carver's assistant, who is also the host of Agent Power Huddles on Friday. So you should definitely check her out because I learned a lot from her. So um, so I was her real estate assistant and I also have a BA in psychology, which does apply to, you know, follow up and what I'm doing, but mostly, you know, it's just common sense. <laughs> so um, we're going to talk about what is follow-up. Everybody has like a different idea, I think, of what follow-up is, but like, Pretty much you all know, I'm sure you know what follow-up is, but the way that I would describe it, it's 
the way that you communicate with people that you want to do business with and or already have done business with. So it's not cold calls, right? Like it's not calling people that have no idea who you are. That would be lead generation. This is, you know, this is like somebody clicked on one of your ads or had, you know, indicated that they had some interest in working with you or they were looking for homes or something like that. So, um, you know, hot leads, prospective clients, that's follow-up, um, community connections, business connections that you make in the community, anything like that. Those are, you know, people you might want to follow up with. Jess um, asked me about that last week. Like she goes to a lot of events and how should she follow up with them and stuff like that. Um, obviously, you want to follow up with your past clients, your friends, your family, and referrals. Um, these are all things that you're going to need to schedule time for. So um, I think my next slide is about, yes, the seven effective follow-up techniques. So number one is you have to make time for this. No matter what type of follow-up plan you implement, if you do not time block for it and make sure that you're going to follow through, which is the last number seven, um, then it's really not gonna, it's not gonna be effective. And um, when we get more into this, you're gonna see that a lot of agents give up after the first call attempt, I'll leave a voicemail, send, maybe send a text, send in, you know, put them on a drip campaign and then call it good. And um, that's not where the conversion lies. So we're gonna look at, um, you know, some data and, and see where the conversion lies. But um, the second thing I would say is know your role. And what I mean by that is know that what know what you're good at, right? Like what is your niche? What what why should somebody choose to use you as a realtor or real estate agent over someone else, right? Like, are you the best with you know helping people find um, mother-in-law units? Are you the best with helping people move out of the city into the suburbs? That's something. You know, I had a real estate agent that didn't know how to do. I was moving out of Seattle into the suburbs from a condo where I could walk to everything. And my real estate agent was way out in the boonies and didn't really understand, you know, how my condo works. So that's another reason why I'm pretty passionate about this. So um, number three, you want to provide value with every contact attempt, right? And value can be defined in all sorts of ways, but it's really just something that they may be interested in, right? Which brings me to number four, use video. So video, once you make a video, when you schedule the time to make a video, if that video is you know, going to be something that buyers or sellers can watch, you know, maybe something about the community, you have that video working for you 365 days a year, 24 seven. So you schedule the time to make the video and that video can do all kinds of magic things for you. If you are, you know, you know what you're talking about and all of that stuff. Even sometimes like, honestly, if you screw up in the middle of it, it doesn't really matter. You know, it shows that you're human. So don't be like overcritical of yourself. If you are going to make video, just start doing it and you'll get more comfortable. Like, honestly, I've been, this is, I think my sixth agent power huddle I've hosted and I freak out every time. <laughs> like I, I get super nervous. My mouth gets dry like, you should ask my husband. I'm like, oh my gosh, Jesus, take the wheel. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. But every time I watch the recording and I'm like, oh, that was really good. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. So I guess they keep asking me back because it is helpful. So 
So you never know what people are going to find, you know, in you. And maybe it's not even necessarily the content that you're providing. Maybe they just connect with you, which is the most important thing too, because they need to know, like, and trust you. And the more they see your face, hear your voice and know what you're about, um, the more likely that is and the sooner that they'll get there. So that's why, you know, video is huge. I, I know people can do it without video. I've seen it done. But um, I think this is where everything is going right now. So um, number five is be a problem solver. You want to understand why someone clicked on the what's your home worth ad. Where are they at? Are they really thinking of selling or they just want to see if their home is worth more than their neighbor's home? And or are they trying to refinance and they're hoping that they don't have to, you know, pay an appraiser. Or they just don't know what they're doing or something like that. Right. Like those are all real life things that I've seen. So um, when you're a problem solver, though, you're going to ask them their motivation and then you're going to try to fix that problem that they have. Oh, you know, I was looking because um, I'm just kind of I'm just looking. I just want to know what's out there. Just keeping you know an eye on things. Well, that's a great time to say, hey, I get it. A lot of people who are on my website or reach out to me are just looking They're They're not quite there yet. But would it be helpful if I provided X, Y, Z information so that the, you can kind of see what's going on with the market? You know, whether that be market updates, newsletters, um, pet of the week, you know, just to kind of keep give you permission to commu keep communicating with them. Right. So if you can find whatever their problem is, you can find ways to solve it. You can do videos on it. You could help stay in contact with them until you can find whatever they're looking for. And maybe they have unrealistic expectations on the type of home they want. But maybe you come across something that might work. You know, maybe they think that they don't qualify, right? Maybe their credit... They think that their credit is bad. I had a guy tell me he had bad credit and his score was almost 700. And I was like, well, have you talked to, you know, a lender about that? Or is this just something that, oh, no, I just know that it needs to be over 800. Um, well, where'd you hear that information, right? Like, that's not necessarily reality, um, especially depending on the market you're in and the programs that you have for, for first time home buyers or anything else, right? So um, just trying to open the conversation and getting into where where their mindset is, is really important. And also where your mindset is, I will add to this. Well, I guess that's kind of part of find ways to relate. Your mindset when you go into calling these people should really be that you are trying to help them, okay? You're not bugging them. Like, and if you are bugging them, oh, well. I mean, at least... It's it's like at least you're trying and at least you're doing what you can and you're trying to provide helpful information. And so that's where you want to like really focus your energy where and you'll be honest about it, which I'll get into a little bit later. And then after you made the first call, set yourself a reminder, a task, uh, whatever you need to do to follow through again. You know, because otherwise it's going to get lost. You're going to get another new lead. You're going to call that lead. You're going to pay attention to that. You're going to have, you know, a buyer that needs to go see houses. There's so many things that you as real estate agents need to do, which is why I loathe your job. But I, in, I like, I'm inspired by you guys because I saw 
this post. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. I saw a post last night that literally was like the list of things that you have to do before you even get to contract with a client. And then what you have to do when you're in contract, it was like pages and pages and pages for the buyer side, the listing side, like the amount of stuff that you guys have to do is so much. So you have to schedule time to follow up and you have to follow through. So I will just put that out there. And last time I was short on time. So I tried to make this a little longer, but I'll try to go faster because it's going, uh, we're running out of time. Okay. So why is follow-up important? Because honestly, if you look at this graph, the first call attempt, you have less than a 50% chance of reaching them. But on the second call attempt, it goes up, right? And then it just keeps increasing because at some point on the 10th call attempt, they're gonna be like, why do you keep calling me? Or they're gonna be like, hey, I'm ready. You know, sometimes people surprise you. I kept calling a landline and, you know, after, I don't know, 10 months, somebody actually answered the phone, which I wanted to give up on. And surprisingly, they ended up wanting to sell. It was just, they kept ignoring me until it was the right time for them. They didn't, they just didn't pick up the phone. So I would always leave a voicemail and tell them who I was. And then by the time they actually heard me leaving a voicemail, because it was a landline and they picked up the phone, you know how you could do that. I might be like dating myself here, but anyway. Okay. So you have, you know, you have a much higher chance of actually reaching the person and actually turning them into a client between eight and 12 touches. That doesn't necessarily mean eight and 12 calls, okay? A touch can be all different things, right? Like in person, which is not very likely, um, you know, a phone call, a text message, a video text, an email, um, reach out to them on social media. Those are all ways of, you know, touching them so that you can get to the point where they're seeing you everywhere and they're knowing you and they're liking you and they're trusting you. Um, so it also, I found this quote when I was doing my research for this last night, um, following up establishes your reputation as being diligent and dedicated. So that's Ryan Serhant, I guess I found that on the internet. If you type in like, how do you follow up? I think this quote came up so in Google. Um, so 2% of sales are made on the first contact. That's that's it. Like wrap your mind around that. Like the majority of real estate agents think that it's going to happen on the first contact or they're only calling once. This is, this is why I'm hired to do what I do. Um, and reality is that's not the case. You know, 48% of people don't even follow up with the prospect, which is pretty sad. You know, um, 65% of companies don't nurture leads that they paid to get. If you're paying for something, you should definitely be nurturing it. Um, 25% will never make a second contact, not an email, not a text, not nothing. They just call, they leave a voicemail. They're like, Oh, they'll reach out to me if it's something they want. It's not the case. Okay. Um, so traditional follow-up methods are pretty, in my opinion, this is what it is. I wanted to ask people like what they thought of, you know, like what you guys think it is. Um, but to me, in my mind, it's like, you know, calling aggressively, hanging up, um, and then calling right back, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, but like not leaving voicemails, not clarifying who you are so that you can try to get them to call you back, not sending a text, not sending an email, um, using scripts, being super salesy, 
hello, this is Sarah with the Inside Sales Agency. How are you today? That's so like not reality. Like, do you want to talk to somebody that sounds like that? No, I don't. If they're calling me and I have to wait five seconds for it to connect and then I can hear all the commotion in the background and I know they're calling, you know, from somewhere else and they don't really know what they're talking about, but they just have a script that they need to say. That's frustrating to me. So um, so you want to be genuine. You want to be real. So this all is stuff that I find like we don't want to do this. This is why it's new year, new follow plan, a different way. And this is something that, you know, my company is now coming up on a year and we've been very successful with. So it's high pressure, quantity over quality, impersonal, all that stuff. Um, that's traditional stuff. This is more like what you're seeing with the current follow-up trends. Um, you know, there's lots of AI in place, right? There's lots of, you know, you can have other ISAs that are outsourced. Like I just mentioned, you know, calling for you, they can, they can, there are great ones out there. There are not so great ones out there. Um, some of them might know real estate. Some of them might not, you know, there's all different types of options out there, but you can kind of take from these, whatever works for you and make it into your own, which is what I did. And which is why what I'm doing is working for other people too. So, and why they contact me. Um, but if you are using AI, right, make sure you adjust it. Like don't use the the generic AI that you get. You all have a different, you know, side to you, right? Like Jess, the bling, she has a certain side to her. And I'm sure that a generic AI text that goes out on her behalf, that's set up by somebody probably won't reflect that, won't reflect her bling side, right? Like it needs to be something that, you know, with maybe with emojis, maybe with like just how you talk, right? Like how you would say it if you were talking to a friend, right? So you can use all this stuff and it, and it can work really well. But if you're not um, setting the time and you're not making sure that the reminders are there and, and you're just ignoring them or saying, I'll get it later or whatever, then you're gonna just, this is all not gonna be effective either. All of these follow-up techniques and all of these ways of doing it do work. Like I'm not, bashing on any of them. Okay. They all work, but it's how you work it and what works with your style and your personality. Okay. And your market and your area and your community and all of that stuff too. Okay. So I shared this last week too. Um, and I kind of went over exactly what I say and like what, what I text and all that, but I'm, I wanted to offer it again. Um, just because I think it's important and it's my, my follow-up method, new follow-up plan, right? New year. So um, what I do right away is I call text and then I make sure the agent has email campaigns set up too. Um, and I do that. So that's as soon as possible. Now you can't always get to it right away. And you're like, ah, oh, I can't call them like when they're browsing on the website or like, you know, what's realistic. Okay. So don't, you might not be able to do it within 15 minutes, but set yourself up sometime to at least call those leads that came in. So like book yourself, you know, and it doesn't take very long. I'll be honest with you. Cause a lot of times, um, I would say almost 90% of the time it goes to voicemail and then you need to send text, and then you need to schedule another follow-up and so on and so forth. So you could probably give yourself 15 minutes a day to follow up the, the new leads at the end of the day. And if you do that, then make sure that you also have, you know, the text and all of that in place and then set schedule another follow-up. So I do that again, two days later, 
So this is for like kind of like online leads. I would say realtor.com or like somebody reaching out to me, I'm going to be more aggressive, but like majority of people are paying for leads through things like street text, um, Ylobo. I don't know. They're visiting your website, Google pay-per-click. So this is the way I do it for them. So two days later, one week later, two weeks later, three weeks later, and then I do it every month until they pick up the phone or tell me, yeah, well, until they pick up the phone or text me back. If they reply, stop, that's it. I'm not gonna, you know, you can't really do anything after that, but um, but stop. So there's that. So if they answer, I ask them questions. I wanna know, like, what prompted you to request a list of single story homes available in King County? Are you thinking of buying soon, right? Um, and that will usually get you to their motivation. Oh, you know, I was just curious, you know, I've been in college and I was thinking maybe I could buy a home, but I'm still a few years out, right? Awesome. Well, congratulations. This is where you need to like bring it in and be on their side. So you also be honest about why you're contacting them, which I will get into, but you need to be friendly and like, oh, that's amazing. What college are you going to? If you ask them questions like that, if they give you any personal information that you can relate to, do it, right? Oh, cool. I went to UW. Where do you go? Where are you going to college? What do you think of it? What are you majoring in? If you start talking like that, they're going to start to feel on the same side as you. And then they're going to start to feel like you can help them. And then it's going to feel more like a friendship. And then it's going to be easier to talk to them. And wouldn't you guys agree that like a lot of your clients feel like friends? I mean, I would hope. I know that the people that I showed homes to, <laughs> I had to like, <laughs> you know, when I did it. Um, there are those that you don't necessarily like or are a little difficult and maybe those don't go as smoothly, but majority of the time, like you feel like you develop a relationship and that's why, you know, you have a lot of past clients that you send gifts to and stuff like that. So, um, so be honest with them about who you are and why you're contacting them. Oh, I entered my info just because I wanted to look at that home, but I didn't think you were going to call me. This is something we hear a lot. Hey, I totally get it. Um, I, I understand I wouldn't want to be contacted by somebody that I didn't need help from, but there are people that do need our help. And so we just reach out to make sure, you know, it, to see if you're one of those people that need help from a real estate agent. If you're not totally cool, no pressure. Right. And then they're like, oh, okay, sorry. You know, then they feel a little bit like, oh, I, I was rude. Sorry about that. Right. Uh, so just be honest with them. This is, this is something that not a lot of like people will teach you, but I'm telling you, it'll work. I see it all the time. Okay. Um, and I've, I've gone over this before too. Providing value with every contact attempt by sending videos or digital content related to their needs. I did this uh, last week and I explained it, but if they're a buyer, they're looking for homes, you know, in, um, let's just say they're looking for homes in Dallas under 400K and on land on an acre right well then if you happen to know about that stuff and you've done it before maybe send them hey check out this listing um of a home just like that that i did before with that you know that i sold before is this kind of what you're looking for um ask them questions and really like help them understand how you can help them and show them uh if they mention that they're a first-time home buyer you know maybe send some kind of information about the programs that are available to them if if there are, you know, in your area. Uh, home buyer miss, home seller miss. These are all things you can make videos on, things that you can do digital content on. 
your marketing plan, you know, newsletters, pet of the week, like there's so many options. It's really about what represents you to the people that you want to represent. Okay. And that's really, really critical because when somebody feels like you guys are both on the same page, they'll definitely trust you more. They'll feel like you're their person. Like this is my agent and they're going to stick with you. Um, Okay. So reassure them. There's no pressure by speaking with you. Okay. I get that you're just looking right now. Most people who view homes on my website are, would it be helpful if I sent you monthly market updates so you can keep an eye on what's going on in your neighborhood? So this is a way to follow up with them again. So once you've sent the monthly market update a few days later, after you know it was sent, have a task or set a reminder to call them and say, hey, I just wanted to make sure you got that monthly market update like we talked about in your email, okay? Sometimes it goes to spam, so I just wanted to check in. And then it's another opportunity to get to that eight to 12 range of contact attempts where they actually become you know, a real client, okay? Okay, so I wanted to go into this a little more because like when I was trying to think of a topic to do, I didn't want to redo the same topic, but I, I am very passionate about this particular topic. And it's something that I could talk about all day. So um, when I hire an ISA, I look for somebody that can easily make conversation and that does not sound like a salesperson. And I've hired people that originally come from corporate background or, you know, even real estate agents I've hired and they sounded, you know, business-like at first. They, they end their text with like regards or something like that, you know, a text with like a, you know, a signature, I don't know, but it could work for some people, but it wasn't for me. So I tell them, you guys need to like find common ground, speak their language and treat them like a friend. So if they say, I'm too busy right now. This is just happening. I'm too busy right now. Actually, uh, I can't talk. I'm getting married soon. How I react to that? Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And not like fake. Like I'm literally genuinely excited for this guy. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, congratulations. When's the big date, right? And then all of a sudden he starts opening up to me. Yeah, we're getting married on the, he said the 10th of January. Oh, that's so awesome. It's going to be fun to like start the new year off. Like, like, you know, just start talking about it. And then he starts talking about the homes because he knows that that's why I was calling. So he changes it back to, well, you know, we will be looking to buy a home. We just need to settle in after we get through the, the wedding and everything. So next step. Obviously, set a task to follow up, congratulate him, maybe send him flowers. What if you have his address, right? This was a buyer, so I didn't have an address, but you know, try to do those things that go above and beyond by being like as if you're talking to your best friend, as if you're talking to somebody you know really well, because you would be excited for your best friend if they told you that they were getting married, right? Um, another example, which I think I have time for, uh, is I'm just focused on growing my business and I stopped looking for homes. So this actually happened to me too. This person said that to me and I said, oh my gosh, that's amazing. What kind of business do you have? And then they told me that they did like a small barbecue thing. Um, and so then I was like, Hey, did you know that we actually do like a local spotlight on small businesses? And then I connected them that way with the agent that I was calling for. 
And business is booming. I just checked in with him a few days ago and I called him originally back in November. He remembers me. He's happy to talk to me every time I call now. And, you know, and he got something out of it. And so did the agent that I was calling for. So use those things there. Okay. So yeah, perfect timing this time. Okay. So um, just to recap, there are lots of ways that you can follow up with leads, but the most important part is that you actually do it. Okay. And don't act like it's a business call. Please, please, please. Like just try to think that you're talking to a friend. I promise you it'll be easier and it'll get easier and easier and easier. Treat them, you know, like you would not like you're nervous, not like you think you're bugging them because your mindset going into it is everything, okay? It will determine the outcome. Set your intention and visualize, pray, whatever you need to do. I actually do this. I'm like, God, please help me get appointments for my clients today or like visualize, set my intention to do that. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, provide value with every contact attempt by using video and digital marketing tools strategically in text and emails, which I've gone over in previous agent power huddles. So if you missed it, you can check it out. Um, be honest and don't pressure them. And you will find that their guards drop when you say things like that. Hey, I don't want to pressure you. I just want to make sure that you got the info you requested and see if there's anything I can do to help you look for the homes that you're looking for. Stuff like that. So I think that's it. Questions? Anyone? Perfect timing. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much. I hope this was helpful and I hope you all have an amazing 2023. Thank you so much for being here and, you know, keep checking things out. So if you guys have questions um, and you want to ask me off offline, totally reach out to me, Sarah Delancig. And uh, yeah. So thank you so much. Bye everyone. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.